Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Couple Shift. So good to have you here. My name is Maria Leandra, and this is my amazing husband. Jules. We are Maria Leandra and Julian Tomas. We are a husband and wife team on an entrepreneurial journey. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, two things. Number one, what it's been like for me to be in business for a year. Woohoo! And we're going to talk about travel. 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 Uh, why why whispering that? I, I, I don't, you know, I don't understand the whispering because you're, you're leaving, leaving, leaving. And I'm stuck here stuck with here. the dog. Stuck here. And my son. Stuck here. Wonderful son. All right. Let's get a rolling. Yellow. So before we begin, I must clarify that yellow. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know what that was. I just felt it, it felt natural. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like it was needed. Oh. All right. So um, remember in our first episode when I commented on the fact that we were on the dining room table with cables everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, we were on that dining room table. And, oh, babe. That's a different podcast. <laughs> um, we we had cables everywhere, and we were just testing things out. This is three episodes ago, by the way. And I mean, um, like you make it seem like it was two I years know, ago, and we were, day, we were living in a shack and this, recording out of our the, 90, 1992 <laughs> Hyundai Accord. And it's, <laughs> let's calm down. <laughs> I don't know why the Hyundai Accord came in, but Honda. It's not a Hyundai Accord. It's a Hyundai I, Accord. Yeah, I said Hyundai, didn't I? I put a <laughs> Korean car for a Japanese car. Sorry. Honda Accord. And this is coming from a guy that knows lots of things about cars. I love cars. So anyways, um, I wanted to mention that because I made a comment about how you had the microphone on the little baby tripod on top of the glass Tupperware. Oh, yeah. From that morning. And I thought it was hilarious. And now we have arms. And now we and have... the robots are taking over. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call these? What's the right I word for know. this? They're just on the boom uh, arm. A boom arm? Uh, yeah, I guess. So fancy. So we're sitting in our home office. He's got a boom arm and I've got a boom arm and we've got some nice lighting here. Yes. Yeah. It feels like a studio. <laughs> Babe. Yeah. It's happening. Your fake tears are... <laughs> All of it. All of all of it. So that's uh, that's growth, you guys. That's growth. There We're growing. Go. We're growing. All baby, right, baby steps. So, in the spirit of talking about growth, let's chat about first year in business. So we're recording this at the end of September, and um, I launched my business early September last year. So that's basically what 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 that meant is that I said twelve months. Po I posted a post on Instagram that said, "Hey, I'm in business as a coach," and that was a big deal because you know coming out in whatever new endeavor you are doing is always kind of a risky thing. Like, oh, what are people going to say? You know, I had a wonderful reception by friends and family, etc. And um, you know, but that was it. So I started growing my Instagram jam. And I also launched my website that day. So things didn't really kick into higher gear until this year. But basically, it's been a year in business. So I wanted to celebrate that here because it feels very special and uh, momentous. And so any lessons for you, babe, from this first year in business? Lessons or experiences? Exper know, uh, Let's go with experiences, yeah. Well, um. I guess one of the biggest experiences was, you know, in your previous job, obviously it was, it was more of a, 
I'm not gonna say nine to five, but it was it was structured. It was a lot more structured. So um, one of the biggest experiences, one of the biggest things that I noticed is just kind of the randomness of like, okay, she's on the computer now. Okay, she's not. Okay, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden she's on till one in the morning, two in the morning doing something. Um, that was kind of mm-hmm. weird and, and an adjustment period. And I still think sometimes we still, you know. The things that she does, uh, scheduling and, and figuring that out, uh, sometimes is a interesting balance mm-hmm. uh, that we're still working out. Um, the travel I was kind of already used to because you used to travel before. I think now this is not necessarily of you becoming uh, or uh, we becoming an entrepreneur, couplepreneur, um, but um, now with our son that's a little bit older. It's become interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog, and just to throw another wrench, uh, just to throw another wrench in the machine, I guess, kind of uh, change things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been uh, some of the experiences I have yeah. seen. Oh, I think, yeah. 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 I mean, if you go back to, and again, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, we talk about sort of where we've, you know, some highlights of how we've gotten to this moment. Right. And it's just, for me, it's so incredible to think, wow, it's been, it's been a year and so much has happened. And I feel like I've grown so much. And I, Sorry to interrupt you, but I kind of feel like even the, I feel like it's, it, it hasn't been like uh, each month it's gotten a little bit bigger, a little bit. It's, it, it's almost like just shot up in the past couple months exponentially, right? you know, yeah. it, it hasn't been a, a 12 month thing and all of a sudden. I mean, you know, slowly but surely. You get, no, it mm-hmm. just kind of like it, it's kind of exploded a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're just at the the next yeah exponential growth. Totally, totally. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a, that's a good observation. We had a big growth spurt like before mid-year. It was like March, April, May. That was like a huge like, okay, okay, this is working. And now we're definitely at the at the beginning of the next big um ascension and part of that is sort of getting our footing part of that is me continuing to get you know really solid coaching around how I'm building my business and trusting myself a lot more like really trusting in my own right um, you know and my ability trusting in what I can really create and having more confidence and planning into the future which is is very is very exciting one of the weird things that i realize and i've told you is as he burps sorry <laughs> i couldn't control that um i don't think they heard anything no Shh. um one of the weird things i realized was it, not only as people how we changed and how we've grown but even our house and like rooms mm-hmm. and I look at things differently because I oh we have to move this and we have to adjust it and it's almost like even the physical things that we are surrounded by are changing yeah you know and it's kind of cool yeah whatever yeah. one of the observations that I noticed yeah. over the year that is really cool and as I was uh, traveling back yesterday from San Diego um, I called Jules from the airport before boarding and he said that he was talking to me here in the office and he's like, you know, babe, I've realized how even in the past month, just very recently, how things have evolved very rapidly and the, and like in the office in terms of where we've moved things, how we've adjusted, how we're making things work and how that's a reflection of 
the business and us and how we're moving and expanding and yeah it's like the seed where you planted it and it's starting to grow and yeah. starting to sprout i guess <clears throat> and i think what's really important to emphasize again as we have talk about all this is that we're truly doing this podcast in real time meaning that jules and i just started working together like i launched my business in right. september being as an entrepreneur you know that it takes time to build a business um, as Jewel said, it did, it has accelerated quickly. I think there was a sense of my own, my vision, my readiness, my, my dedication, how I've been showing up and just like moving through, moving through. But Jules and I started working together, meaning that he quit his job. He was a teacher. He quit his job, obviously at the end of, you know, the beginning of the summer. So we really saw like the end of the summer once Skylar went back into his school, we saw that as sort of the beginning of this next phase. Right. So it's we've only been doing this for about a month and a half in terms of this co-creation of this is our business. So, you know, we're we're figuring out the routines, we're figuring out our flow, we're figuring out yeah. all of the things. So and that brings um brings me to the topic of travel. And I was doing a quick little calculation here, and I have traveled from September of last year a total of probably 10 to 12 times. Most of those have been to San Diego. I've been getting a lot of intensive training in San Diego, both um, as part of a leadership training group called Hardcore Leadership. Amazing. And then after that, I was invited to step into a master leadership program where I've had the chance to work and train directly um, with Michael Strasner, who's an incredible trainer. So it's been quite the year of leveling up for me. So I've been traveling to San Diego pretty much every month, a couple months in there, actually twice in the same month. And what that has required is a lot of communication between us. Yeah. And it's totally expanded our sense of like, partnering our, our, our sense of what's possible because we have literally moved from like, I remember having a conversation in January was when I was doing this first trip and that was going to be 10 days because it was like the biggest chunk of training at that time. And I remember talking to one of my coaches then and the trip required me to be in San Diego for 10 days, then come back to Miami. And in about a week and a half, we had to go back to San Diego for two more days of training. And I remember asking the coach at the time, I said, I don't know that I can do this to my husband. Like, how can I go spend all that time and then just come back and fly back? I said, is it possible for me to match up with a different group and get trained later on in the year so that it doesn't have to be that, you know, quick back to back? And she, as any great coach would do, she asked me to really sit down and think about what my vision was and to make my decision from a place of vision, not from a place of circumstance. And I said, okay. And still I was reluctant. I thought, honestly, I thought I would do my first 10 days of training and then I would tell them I'll be back later on in the year. I'm going to grow, build my business. I'm going to, you know, have, make sure I have harmony at home, all that stuff. And then while I was in the training, I couldn't think of any other possibility for me than to continue on the momentum of the training. That's how it's designed. It's designed for you to be in that space for that period of time. And it's very smart. And otherwise it really, really wouldn't work the same way. So at the time I made a decision and I said, okay, this has to happen. And I get to communicate with Jules about it. So I remember also having a conversation with the same coach at the time, like in between the two trips. And she asked me, cause I brought back the whole thing about, Oh, I feel bad about leaving my husband with my young son and all that stuff. And she said, 
do you think he can do it? And I was like, oh my God, absolutely. And then it was like silence. And I'm like, oh, I see what I'm doing here. And that for me gave me the space of, and I talk to my clients about this all the time because we all seem to have the same nerd around like, oh my God, is my husband going to be okay with me traveling? It's like, like a lot of times we don't even trust that you guys are going to handle it. And you don't even ask. And we think, yes. And so we assume, we make all these assumptions. So when my coach asked me, do you think he, he can handle it? And I was like, my husband, absolutely he can handle it. He's shown me nothing on the car, like nothing other than him being fully capable of handling it. And she's like, okay, well, why don't you give him that? Why don't you give him that and be willing, this is a piece, be willing to stretch yourself and stretch him in a new direction. Because if I come back and, and basically behave off of my own patterns, my old patterns, not own, old patterns, current patterns, then we wouldn't be where we are today, period. Because I wouldn't have had the courage and the vision to say, hey, babe, this is what's this is what's up. This is what I see for us, and allowed you the space to play. See, because my my experience and the experience that I see in other women around me is that oftentimes we don't even articulate what it is that we truly Desire. want to create to you guys. Like, and even if we have a perfectly supportive, awesome relationship, like we did, I have clients with great relationships and. They've had massive breakthroughs when they finally are able to find the words to authentically or just say any words about it. Like, just yes, talk, yes. Just communicate with about it because mm-hmm. we, we can communicate about all the things that we think we're supposed to. But when it comes to our to our desires, to our vision. Oh, I was going to say something. A conversation that my wife loves to have <laughs> during the bedtime oh, where I'm just, uh, you know. I'm a guy. I just get into bed and I'm just kind of like tired. And, and it, it's like a sitcom sometimes where it's like, honey, talk to me. I want to talk about our hopes and dreams and desires. That's a running a joke of, with us. A lot of S's. <laughs> hopes and dreams and desires. Yeah. So, yeah, earlier we were we were joking around when we were talking about after going to the gym, we were talking about yeah. the podcast and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, what do you want to talk about? Your hopes, your dreams, your desires. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, you should open and up with. that's the story <laughs> of my wife. <laughs> I said, you should open up with this podcast sponsored by Maria Leandra's hopes and dreams and desires. There you go. <laughs> yep. So. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. And even that was like not just me scratching the surface. And I've always communicated to you. Yeah. But until we learn how to powerfully land and request and understand that just because you have a different point of view doesn't mean that I shouldn't be fully able to express what I want to create. It's not an easy thing to do to communicate that through to your your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, I know because when sometimes those conversations will come up, like I said, even in the bedroom, (laughs) It's like, oh, God, here we go again. Here we go again. What does she want? So many dreams, so, so many, many hopes. desires and feelings and all this stuff. And, you know, all the feelings. But, you know, find the time. You got to find the time. Yeah. And it's, it's, again, when I learned and through this process of really understanding and really being very mindful of my self mastery, it's like the communication and how I'm able to land and open up and be authentic. And be open to the feedback because here's what happens is as girls, as women, we can get really excited about something 
and then we'll share it. And we're on a different wavelength than you guys. And then you'll be like, it won't really land with you with the same enthusiasm. So it feels sometimes like, oh, you just popped my bubble. Like, I remember having this experience with you so many times. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And I'm going to tell him and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like. And then the response is cool. The response is like cool or no. Literally popped your bubble or. And then it's. And then what we get is resentful and we get upset and sad. And it's like, you don't understand. We're never going to bring it up again. I'm never going to. I'm never going to talk about it again. I'm going to give you the silent treatment for 17.5 days. Like, you know, that's just where we go. Because we have, you know, I, for a long time, I was like, if I say anything that I really like, I'm 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 all excited about, he's going to shoot it down. Because he has his own way of processing things. So right. I had this erroneous expectation of how he was supposed to reply to me. And when I began to shift that and understand our styles and understand how to say things without an expectation and to lay things out differently, then I was able to communicate so much more powerfully and feel express, fully right. expressed. We were talking about this earlier, uh, not earlier today, but earlier where... Uh, it was a revelation. Mm-hmm. We came to this revelation where she would, I was like, you look at me like if you're looking at a mirror, mm. like if you're looking at yourself, like he should understand oh, yeah. this. And the fact of the matter is we're, you know, we love each other. And, um, we understand, well, we sort of understand each other. We're always yeah. learning. Um, but we're not the same person Yeah. at all. We're not the same person. Mm-hmm. And, and so sometimes that's a difficult thing to, yeah. To really figure out for some reason. Yeah. Like, you know? So when w- I think the the reason why the bursting of the bubble happens is because we go into this, just like you said, you, you know, you need to give them a t- chance to process it or whatever. Um, if I don't get the response that you are expecting as if it was you talking to yourself in the mirror almost, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be let down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think where that comes from, I'll speak for myself, when we had that massive aha moment, um, because we had a breakdown in our conversation and there was something I said that he did not respond in the way that I, you know, expected. Right. So we talked it through and now we have better skills to talk these things through instead of like, oh, you go in your direction, I go in my direction and whatever, we'll let it simmer and like. I would hold things. I would hold on to things, and he would just let things go in five minutes, and I would be like, "Can anybody relate?" <laughs> so now we have better skills to communicate with each other. Yeah, and we stepped into okay. Well, let's talk. Let's talk this through. And my aha moment that he just described, that he provided for me, is my goodness. Like it's seeing this person that you literally choose to be your partner for life. So. If I chose this man to be my partner, then how is it possible that he doesn't always understand me type of thing? Like it and it almost feels like because I'm I have very high expectations of myself, it's like I'm critical of myself because I can't like connect it with him. Right? It was when, almost almost like when, when you should, because in your mind he's me. He's right. He, he gets me. Right. Like how how can I not fully like explain it to him? How is right. he not getting it? And so it would be both a frustration around he doesn't get me and a frustration around like where am I at fault here that I can't communicate this properly um, and seeing him as sort of this mirror of of me. And I don't know if anybody else can relate out there to this, but when I shifted out of that among many of the other shifts that I've experienced and we've experienced together this year, it's just like, oh, 
And it just, it, it creates more space for so much more love and understanding and true partnership and co-creation that is just really, really powerful. Yeah. 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 So then going back to this idea of travel is I have, um, I've been traveling a lot this year and for the first half of the year, Jules was working. And so it required a lot of conversation, a lot of, um, you know, figuring out what, just logistics uh, of everything. Exactly. Thank you. The logistics. That's what I was looking for. And also just, you know, stepping back into what's the vision for this? What's the vision for this? And what is, what is, what is the thing that I am committed to creating that I'm committed to creating for myself, for our, our relationship. And, um, for me really also evoking that in jewels so that we could speak the same language and I could understand what was most important for him. And we're still, you know, working through that as we grow and evolve. I don't think and there's that's going to change. Point. Like you said, we're going to grow and evolve and that's yeah. going to change. All those things will change and yeah. continue to change. We know it, we get it. Um, and we just kind of, kind of figure out our way through it yeah. and navigate through those waters. You yeah. Know? And for me, it came full circle. Like I'm tying the whole one year in business to travel. It came full circle this past week because I traveled back to San Diego on Friday. I got back in yesterday. So it was a five day trip. And it was so cool because a year ago I went to this conference. It was in Phoenix back then. And it was a conference for entrepreneurs. And um, after that, I started working with a business coach. And it was really like a milestone. And okay, this is this is where I'm going. I was very energized after that and started making some big decisions around who's coaching me. You know, the travel to San Diego became like the hot topic. It was just all systems go. And so being back at that conference this year, it was in Palm Springs. And not only was I back at the conference, but I had, I spoke at the conference on one of the stages, um, which was incredible. So such a powerful moment for me on the journey of like, wow, this is all like just coming into alignment. And I was joined at the conference with three of my clients, um, three good, three wonderful friends from different areas and stages of my life. One of my clients brought her husband, um, you know, one of my friends brought another friend, another, like there was a group of eight of us. I called us, ourselves the goddess squad. We were staying in the same, same Airbnb together. We were experiencing the conference together. It was so powerful because that is the effect of what happens when you really align with your vision. Like they were all there because I made it a point to, to create that opportunity for them to say yes to their next level. These are all women who are either currently entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, or in different fields, but would benefit from that, the energy from this conference. And so I've had the most beautiful, beautiful, like realization over the past few days. And as I was traveling back home yesterday of like, wow, like when you really step into the vision and you show up every single day and you enroll those around you, to understand you and stand for what's possible. And you have, you know, I couldn't have done this without Jules being a hundred percent there and holding the Ford down. Yeah. And, and I know that I, cause it happens. These are conversations, real conversations I have when women are like, Oh my God, but your husband is so supportive. I don't know that mine could do that. Well, have you even had the conversation? Like, have you even, have you even gotten even yourself asked. to the place where you are enrolled in your own vision? Like, do you believe yourself enough in your vision, in your intention, and what you want to create 
so that you can then speak from that space and be willing to listen to him and be willing to continue the conversation and not just shut it down if he thinks that, oh, if he doesn't get it. If initially he doesn't agree with you, it doesn't mean it's the end. Yeah. There's been many times we've had conversations where I'm just like, no, we can't do that. And then I step back, think about everything. Think about, again, I don't work. We don't work the same way as you do. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying as male or female. I'm just saying the other person in the relationship does not work the same way or think the same way that you do. Okay. And so I step back and I, assess everything and then i realize okay we can make this work if this and this and this and this and this happen whatever the case yeah you know just don't get shut down those don't feel like oh the initial shutdown means it's over mm-hmm. you know don't shut down the conversation on your end even if it seems like he may shut down the conversation at first because yeah. it's just like i don't want to hear it you know yeah um don't give up on that don't don't stop from there yeah and you know? i have you know uh, women powerful he, pro- he processes it they or he or she processes it differently. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And um, and I have really, you know, amazing clients who are going through that right now, who are experiencing shifts with their husbands who at first may have been like, oh, no, but they're... Or or they thought they would be like that. And then all of a sudden, yes. oh, crap, they're not. Yes. Yes. So an invitation for everybody listening who might relate to this is where are you possibly making assumptions? Um assumptions can look like oh well if I ever say this to him he's never gonna he's never gonna understand me he's never gonna get it or you know what we've talked about it before and he doesn't agree so what are you more committed to are you more committed to proving the old patterns and the old stories time and time again or are you committed to working on your own vision to the point where you're so enrolled in your own in the ideas that you have that then you're able to powerfully communicate and and stand from a space of co-creation rather than, um, well, let me tell you what I think or let me tell you what I want to do. Right. Does that make sense, babe? I think so. Yeah. And be willing to just be there, to hold it. Because, again, Jules is awesome, but... Thank you. <laughs> and then I threw um, the butt in. Um, but there's a butt. And he's got a very a sexy butt. Bu- oh, boy. No. But Jules is awesome. But as he said, there have been many times and I have you know, express things. And he's like, no, no. And we've gotten so much better at, okay, well, let's unpack the no and let's unpack why. And, and sometimes, many times he'll say no. And I'm like, all right, well, let's understand this a little bit deeper. And then I'm like, okay, I get it. I see it. And you're right about this. Even if at first I'm like, I can't believe you said that. Right. But I just, you have to stay with it because if I had, if I had been deterred by any like sign in his face, we of, wouldn't like, be here doing like, this. Wait, what? Like all the times I've said things to my husband that were outside of both of our comfort zones, and he's looked at me kind of like, "Whoa!" If in that moment I had been like, "Well, okay, then I guess," we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be sitting in this office together doing this. We wouldn't be truly designing the life we want to live from a space of like, "All right, where do we get to go?" Um, stepped out of our nine to five, had, had, you know, unlimited time with our son. Like there's so much goodness here that we're, you know, still working through, but it's all like, it's all been possible. So ladies don't give up. And if you need help, call me. I am the husband whisperer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Someone once called me once. Called me that once. Who called you? A, a colleague of mine. Whisper. Oh, okay. A colleague of mine. She said, oh, my God, you're like a husband whisperer. Oh, boy. So here's the next the next leg in our journey. <laughs> One of many is I have an epic trip coming up to San yeah. Diego in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be there from October 16th through November 2nd. Yes, it's like that. I'm terrified. He's terrified. He's taking all the deep breaths. I'm going to go into training, and then I'm going to be coaching myself in this leadership program that I used to be coached in. Now I'm going to be on the other side, and I'm really, really excited, and it's going to be a And then next you got level. something in November, too, I, I believe. Oh, so I have to go back. back for more. Yeah, I, I literally go leave. back in a week. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, okay. And it's, then in it's, December, this and is then not, in January. This is, yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? <laughs> It's on the calendar. It's, it, it's on the calendar. <laughs> it's like running the mile and you're like, or just running whatever distance you get to a point where you're tired yeah. and then they go, hold on, you got to do some push-ups yeah. now and then you got to go run again yeah. and you're like, what the can hell? Can we, can we, I'm glad you said that um, real quick. So this idea that my, in my vision, it's like, like a longer term, like a long, like the long game. Right, right. And maybe it's because I can just see it more clearly and you're coming into it, right? So you don't, your you're like headlights aren't that far off in the road. So sometimes he's like, wait a minute, I thought you were done with that. Like he, I'll come back from a trip and I'll say, oh, I have to go back and whatever. And he's like, I thought you were done with this. What's going on? Right, because I mean, again, I'm outside looking in, so I don't know what's exactly being told and being said to her or what she is saying to others. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have the full picture. Um, but at the same time, I don't, it's not necessarily that it's one of those things I'm constantly worrying about things. I worry about my son in the middle of the night. I'm like, is he fine? I'll check the camera. Oh yeah, he's fine. Oh, the dog. Oh God, the dog. Yeah. She's been stuck in the cage for four hours. You're saying just in general. Just in general. So it's like, oh, you're gone for three weeks. I'm like, oh my God. Well, yeah, well that's Uh, pretty intense. Like that's the longest. Yeah. No, it's been, it's that, that will be the longest that you've been gone. And you know, I mean, what am I complaining about? He's just one kid. Yeah. A dog. I mean, I know others. I know many other people. You know, have a lot more to worry about. But I, I guess I just, I get, I, it. I kind, yeah. kind of constantly worry about it, about yeah. that stuff, or I'm just constantly thinking about it. You know, and then when she's around, I don't necessarily do it as much, and so maybe I'm a little bit more relaxed. And that says she's got it. Like I can say that, but when mm-hmm. she's gone, I was like, oh crap, it's all on me. <laughs> so that's why it gets a little, yeah, worrisome. Yeah. For myself, um, I know it's gonna be fine. I, I, I handle it before, and I'll handle it again. It's yeah. not a big deal, but you know, still. Yeah, and it's and it's, it's like, like going into the dentist. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you go, you know, you know. Some people are. I, I don't mind the dentist. My dentist says I have impeccable teeth. <laughs> literally, he literally. We have that. an awesome dentist. Yeah, he's great. Um, but you know, so you go in there, you're like, oh, worried, and you know that nothing's. It's not like they're gonna pull out a freaking, you know, impact drill to. Take out well. Well, maybe not you, for you, Mister Impeccable me. Teeth. Not for me, at least. But you know, you're not going in there for major surgery. Um, so, but still, some people yeah. still get little anxiety or stress about it. So, I guess yeah. that's what it equates to. Yeah, but we've always we've always made it. And yeah. Again, yeah, and yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, communicate. Are you communicate and and think about the bigger picture yes so every time that if i again allowed myself to be i I get this asked all the time about mom guilt if i allowed myself to feel the mom guilt or the wife guilt when i travel i would not 
have the long vision game of what we are, the kind of life we are creating long term, the kind of freedom, the kind of abundance, the kind of all the things that are right. in our, you know, in our, in our. It's the long game. It's the long game. And so every time that you feel that sense of like, <gasps> just <sighs> take a moment to take a breath and trust, trust. Like I go back to, I trust that Jules has got it. I trust that Jules has got it. And I don't have to go into that space of overwhelm or panic or fear or, and sometimes I do feel guilty. And then I talk to him about it and he's like, babe, everything's fine. Like yesterday I missed my connecting flight, long story, but whatever. I missed my connecting flight and I call him and I was venting about it. And he was literally in the middle of making fish and the dog was going crazy and Skylar was doing, I don't know what. And he was like cool as a cucumber, like giving me like a pep talk around. Don't worry about it. You'll get on the next flight. Everything's going to be fine. And blah, blah, blah. I was venting about customer service and all this jazz. And after he gives me the pep talk, he's like, yeah, I'm doing this and this and this and this, like five things. And I'm like, what do I even like worry about sometimes? Right. He's, he's so got it. So trust that your guy has got it. And if he doesn't yet, if he hasn't had the opportunity because you've never traveled on your own because he's never been alone with the kids, stuff like that. It happens. Then you get to give him that opportunity, like give him the chance to step into other spaces that maybe he hasn't been in because he's used to doing something else around, you know, and, and the dynamic of the couple and trust that when you rise, everybody rises with you. Yeah. Everybody. I'm complete. I feel good for this episode or just in general. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> I just felt like it was. What's that word? Apropos. Is Apropos. That correct? Yeah. Okay. For this episode, my love. Ah, uh, okay. Good. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, no. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why I said you sound like you're just giving someone food at Chick Fil A or something. Chick-fil-A, that's yeah. delicious. What are we doing for dinner tonight? <laughs> Maybe we should do Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm not this episode go is it. not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> Remember, it was sponsored by my hopes and dreams Your hopes, and fears. Your hopes, dreams, feelings, and um, desires and aspirations. I added a new one. We'll, fi <laughs> we'll figure out what we're doing for dinner. We'll make awesome. something delicious happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And um, don't forget to check out our other podcasts prior to this one if you haven't done so. And make sure you subscribe. subscribe, subscribe. And hit give us a little... Hit that notifications button. Hit that notifications button. <laughs> That's a YouTube thing, boo. <laughs> it's also in podcast. Oh, it is? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got to get I with guess, it. I guess, I don't know. Um, and I'm also so give us it. a review and share us with friends. Please, pretty please. All right, guys. Um, I love you, babe. Love you too. See ya. See you later.